TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Ah, uh, yeah, another hour of Overnight America. That's one way to put it. We're going to talk to a Flat Earth podcast host a little bit later this hour. I'm very excited to bring you Dave Weiss. And he's going to be over the phone, but he will answer your questions if you had any. He said he would actually take your phone calls. I have enough curiosity that I don't know if your phone calls um, will be necessary, but Nonetheless, it's not often we get to open up guests like this to the phone call bank. And if you've ever wanted to try to pick the brain of someone who believes the earth is flat, and I guess you may have at least some questions for him, you can even challenge him anything you want. He'll be on a little bit later, and he's from the Flat Earth Podcast. So he's done a lot of different interviews, some big podcasts too, discussing this sort of thing. So he's going to be on in about 25 minutes from now. There was a survey, and you can find this at KMOX.com. St. Louis is one of the most hated cities in America, one of the most hated. Can I just put this out here real quick? And not that I want to turn this into a let's hate St. Louis, but outsiders are not allowed to hate St. Louis. I have that strong feeling about this. I feel like if you are on the outside looking in and you don't have to deal with the problems like the crime here in St. Louis, you got no reason to hate St. Louis. I mean, this hating St. Louis is a St. Louis thing. So if you are someone that lives here in St. Louis, why would people hate St. Louis? You tell me. And you can't say crime. Let's just kind of cross that off the list, because to me, that would be the number one thing that would pop up. 314-436-7900. I almost feel weird doing a topic like this because I don't want to bring in the negative vibes. (laughs) The negativity is there. We have some pretty awesome things here. Think about all the great sports we have between the Blues and the Cardinals. We're going to have Major League Soccer here soon enough. This is all very exciting things. And now Billikens are 6-0. and Oh, yeah. We got awesome things. And even in the state of Missouri, I guess you can count Kansas City Chiefs, but kind of, but not really. So you got some awesome things, at least in this area. Food is awesome. The free attractions, there's all kinds of things to do with your family. You don't have to pay for it. These are awesome things. We got the arch. We got all kinds of stuff going for us. You got KMOX. Come on now. 314-436-7900. Why would anyone hate St. Louis? So here's the survey they put together. They used data from different surveys. And the data included the community well-being. Okay. They rank pretty low on that list. 
Residents who are proud of their city, only 60% are proud of the city. Okay. I think crime has a lot to do with that. Population population change, it's been down about 5.8% in the last 10 years. Favorability indexes in the negative. So the hate index score, according to Best Life, is 82 and a half. That ranks us as the fifth most hated city in the country. That is concerning. Number four on the list is Los Angeles, then Baltimore, then Las Vegas. And number one most hated city is Detroit, Michigan. Oh, I totally get that too. Ah, oh, man. Growing up in the Detroit area, not a lot of time. And it's so strange to see people say, oh, the resurgence of Detroit. Everyone's proud. It's a hipster place. People go crazy for it. It's so weird to see people say that anymore because it's a complete opposite of the experience I had when I was a kid. Maybe this is one of the reasons why St. Louis is on the hate list because you find that we're one of the top cities. And I think we were the number one top city when it came to people searching for people stole a package off of my porch. They call them porch pirates. People go up, they take that delivery that's been waiting for you and they walk or drive off with it. There's a lot of packages across the country that are stolen every year. Police, however, have found at least one porch pirate, this lady who I think wears the same clothes because in every one of the surveillance photos where she's caught on some sort of home surveillance, she's wearing the same thing. And it's over the course of a couple of days, police haven't released the woman's name. They say that charges are pending in St. Charles County and you can actually see her and helped uh, people could, because they saw her helped identify her. Porch pirates are the worst. The people that go around and steal packages or mail from you. I did a whole rant on this yesterday. Uh, I think a couple of things should be true. If you catch someone in the act of stealing a package off of your front porch, I believe it should be legal for you to uh, trip them up and hold them on the ground, hogtie them until uh, police come and arrest them. I mean, hogtie. I mean, really humiliate them, hogtie them. And then you're allowed to welcome the neighbor kids over to throw uh, mud balls at the person. I think that should be all legal. And, you know, why not put the stocks out in your front yard? We can get the stock out there. We'll we'll lock them down. And if people wanted to buy some tomatoes to throw at the people, I'm all for that. Again, should be 100 percent legal for anyone that steals packages off your porch. Maybe that's one of the reasons why St. Louis is looked at as one of the most hated, because it is also one of the cities that have the most stolen packages, according to that one survey from yesterday. So we're in that season where there's so many packages sitting around and just hanging out on people's porches. Is it just too tempting for those that like to steal the thieves, the inner thieve in so many people. There was a video that just came out. There's a YouTuber, and I can't remember his name, but every year he's done this thing where he creates these decoy packages, and they leave them out. And the point of the decoy package is that when a person opens them up, that they get something terrible that's spread inside of their house. So here's what they do, and this is the most recent one. It looks like a block, almost like a small speaker. And when they take and open up the box and pull this thing out, it says, keep the change, you filthy animal. And then it shoots the finest glitter dust you can get, which is impossible to clean up. And then it sprays skunk spray off of this device, too. And inside of this, what he does is he puts these cell phones and it records everything and automatically uploads the live video to the cloud so he can use it and post the videos of what the people look like when they open up the package and they see the skunk spray coming out. 
and part of which we find on the uh, uh, the the poetic justice involved with this sort of thing is that you can see their face as they open it up and realize that room they opened it up is now ruined and everything that is inside of it. I have no sympathy for those people, which makes it just so fine for this Christmas season. If someone's going around stealing things, I would have no problem with the people that are picking it up, having their day ruined by it. So St. Louis, one of the most hated cities in America, number five on the list. Let's uh, take some of your calls on this and let's go to Dan, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, good evening, and thanks for taking my call. Hey, I am 58 years old. I have lived in St. Louis all my life, and I have never been prouder to live in the city of St. Louis ever in my, uh, for everything. And when, mm-hmm. you know, at night when you come across the river and it's dark and that stuff and the arch is lit up and you got all the different colors, mm-hmm. beautiful yeah. cities to see at night, it's just gorgeous. I love looking at the scene. I see it every night when I'm coming home from work. And but the thing is, when you got people that hasn't been here and they're visiting, their first thing is to come into their mind, watch your wallet. When you cross over into St. Louis and you get downtown or you get in some of these suburbs and that stuff, you gotta be careful. I'm still careful at night when I'm going home. If I see people walking around on because uh, I live over in South St. Louis City. When I uh, go down Tower Grove at night, cut across the park and go down Morgan Ford, if I see somebody walking and I'm stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you don't know if they're going to come over and try to rob you or something. Yeah. See, and, you know, that's the, the reputation. Yeah. It, it's it, Your phone was cutting out there for a second, but it's sometimes you look at that and say these ideas are contradictory. You can say, oh, I've never been more proud to live in my city, but if I drive by a park, I'm afraid someone's going to come and, and jack my car. Yeah, I'm, I'm careful every night coming home and that stuff. You've got to be nowadays because you never know what's going to happen with these people walking around out there. And it's a shame because St. Louis is a wonderful place to visit. I mean, and a lot of other things, you got a lot of winning sports in St. Louis, and people are jealous of that. Yeah, and, I, uh, you know, and when they come into St. Louis, oh, man, there's the home of the Cardinals right there. Look at Bush Stadium, uh, all them championships they got. And then there's the wheel and there's this, uh, the hockey arena, all this great stuff in St. Louis. Why, uh, why should we stop and see this when we have all this crime going on? And if they got rid of this crime in St. Louis, St. Louis wouldn't even be close to number five. They'd be way down the list because totally, of uh, St. Louis totally is a wonderful place to visit. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Good to hear from your call. Right, 314-436-7900. We'll take some more of your calls coming up. We can talk about package theft. We can talk about why do you think people hate St. Louis? They're number five on the most hated cities in America. This is Overnight America, KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. Thanks for the text message about the YouTuber who will put those videos together, putting those decoy packages out. Mark Robber, they say. Yeah, he's a pretty popular one. He goes through a lot of trouble to design these things. There's a lot of electronics in there, batteries and all this stuff. It's really remarkable. And since there's phones, there's GPS tracking on this thing. So he tries to recover them. But man, what a crazy thing. It's kind of fun, though, the entertainment. He gets millions of people watching these. So I'm sure it's all worth it in the end. Makes it a lot up in ad revenue. Let's go to Charlie, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Charlie. And we still don't have no snow, but we're getting uh, colder by the day. 
Oh yeah, that East Coast uh, was getting pounded there for a while, so you're getting the you're getting a little lucky up in Minnesota. Good, they can keep it. Um, put a bear trap out there on the doorstep, but disguise it and let the and let the package sit there. So when they take it, it'll okay. Bear trap. Take care of it. <laughs> what happens? Yeah. What happens huh? if it's your mail carrier that gets caught in it? Then, then what happens? No, he just. They just set the package on the next person that comes to take it. Then it gets tripped. Oh, okay. So your mail carrier would be in on it, and they would put this package in the middle of the bear trap where it would wait for the next person. Exactly. Okay. So your your mail then, carrier is going to want to have to finagle this bear trap for this to work. Uh-huh. And then take a picture of it. Okay. So to prove that they actually set it up properly, this giant bear trap. Right, right. So, you know, then this way, instead of instead of hog-tying them and then toting them with tomatoes, there's your answer. Follow Stuck in the bear trap. And then, you know, they're already there. And then while they're pleading for their life, then you can start throwing the tomatoes at them. That would be the next step. Charlie, I think you have some free you time. Be, uh, now, if you yeah, want to be nice to them, put a mouse trap there. Now, a mouse trap's not going to stop anything. Like how would you get no, them? No, but no. the trap will. I like where you're going with this, Charlie. Well, if I don't talk to you, happy uh, New Year, Merry Christmas, and all to you next couple of weeks, and be safe up there in Minnesota. And you guys down there in St. Louis do the same. Thank you very much, Charlie. This is nice. See, Charlie didn't even mention about St. Louis being one of the Worst places, they said. Uh, St. Louis ranking number five on the most hated cities in America list. Let's go to Terry, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Well, hello, Ryan. This is Terry from before. Hi, Terry. <laughs> How are you? Good. <laughs> Good. Well, I, I mean, I have so many things to comment on. I know I only have so much time. Um, okay. One of the th- I want to mention just a quick few things. Charlie was just kind of funny. As a matter of fact, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of he was kind of silly, but it's okay. Um, but but I had a, a food delivery. I had some somebody deliver food, and it was it was set on my porch, and they stole it off of my porch. A food oh. delivery. Wow. Which was how, you know what? It's no big how deal. long was the food but, sitting there for before someone took it? It was just for there for it was not even for thirty minutes. Oh, wow. That seems like a long time to have food sitting out, though. You weren't ready to accept it? No, I mean, they didn't let me know until, you know, so Uh, I didn't. So I I went outside to go get it off my porch, and it was gone. (laughs) So, so, and then the whole bear trap thing, what the heck's that about? (laughs) I was just going to set bear traps for people that go around stealing things. You probably felt pretty upset right when you looked out there and the food wasn't there you paid for um, it and you waited and all that you know, time and then it's not there i've no i've been through so many things um this is what i was you know that, that this is all kind of combined i've been through so many things i'm like i'm kind of used to all of it so no i don't get that upset anymore about it mm-hmm. um but no i mean a bear trap did you did you say that or did one of your one of your listeners. Well, that was Charlie. No, my recommendation was if you catch someone stealing one of your packages off your front porch, you should legally mm-hmm. be allowed to tackle Throw that person and, 
and hogtie them. No, hogtie them on your front lawn for the neighborhood to scoff at until the police come and uh, arrest the person. But you, you see that that that's the sad thing is that's not going to happen because it takes a lot more than that. It's <laughs> a hog tie. Well, that would be difficult. Well, it would be. It's it's not easy to hog tie. So you'd have to go through training first, of course. So you'd probably want to get a professional to teach out a hog tie a person. I don't know who that would be. There's probably someone out there that could teach me. And then you just go from there. <laughs> no, I just no. I'm not going to hog tie anyone, but. But I certainly am not gonna. I'm not gonna allow them to, to go away with them. They, if they have a conscience, what for, whatsoever they're gonna. If I say something to them, you know, they might maybe feel bad about it after the fact. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> they know, do my, though. That's the thing. If, if they are out there stealing other people's packages around Christmas time, I don't think they have a con. I, I, they probably have a very dark black heart like on that Grinch movie before his heart grows. That's what their heart looks like. It's the small one. You need a magnifying glass to see. <laughs> well, gosh, we're, we're so much on the same page. And like, I would love to call you every day and talk to you, but I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed. Mike, Mike, your producer or whatever. I don't know. He tells me I only can call once a week, but I haven't called in months because I knew I was getting... I remember the last time you called. You said something you shouldn't have said, and we had to take you off the air. Probably I did. Oh, is that what happened? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You said a word that we're not allowed to say. Then luckily we got it off. Were you able to bleep it? Yeah, we got it off. It didn't actually go on the air, but I'm saying that's uh, one of the things. All right. Well, Well, Terry, thank you very much for your call tonight. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. And Terry doesn't believe we should bring out the bear trap just yet. I wonder if um, bear traps would be effective, though. Like if you were to just keep one on your front porch and someone were to come steal a package and see a bear trap sitting there, I wonder if they would think twice about touching your package. Either that. yeah. And what did I hear? I heard a segment once and someone said and they were doing an interview to a professional thief. And they said, if you were to see what, what are the signs of a house you would not want to break into? And they said a few things. Number one, American flag. Number two, work boots out front. They said the the people that work for a living, you know, get dirt under their fingernails are the ones that keep guns in the house and they don't want to get shot. So they turn around when they see things like that. And I thought to myself, maybe a bear trap, an American flag and dirty work boots is just what every house needs in order to stay safe. Can you um, go to Walmart or Amazon? Can you go to Amazon.com and purchase a bear trap? Yeah, that would scare a lot of people off. I wonder if the neighbors would call and say, hey, uh, what's up with that bear trap on your front porch? You don't have to have it set up where it hurts someone. Just as a decoy is enough. We're going to welcome in a guest in the next uh, half hour here. So in the next like five, six minutes, his name's Dave Weiss. He's one of the podcast hosts of the Flat Earth Podcast. And we're going to let him explain his journey that convinced him the earth is flat and the nice thing is you can call and ask him questions if you want so we're going to talk to dave coming up after the break i think you're going to enjoy it weather coming up too on overnight america kmox news radio 1120 kmox the voice of the cardinals he is the host of the flat earth podcast dave weiss thank you so much for joining us on overnight america Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. 
I'm excited to have you on. We do this every once in a while. The last time we had a guest on to talk Flat Earth was when Netflix came out with the documentary. And I can't quite remember what the documentary name was, but it got a lot of people talking about it again. Do you remember that one? Yeah. It was called Behind the Curve, and it turned out, you know, it, you got to remember, it was a movie, and it misrepresented a lot, but it was a fun I, movie. Yeah, this is what I said about Behind the Curve, and I, again, you, it's interesting because when you talk to people that are interested in doing interviews, you ask them what their thoughts are on Flat Earth, so for someone like me that doesn't subscribe to it, you're not afraid to come on and talk about it, but even watching that documentary, I was thinking to myself, every time they showed someone from the flat earth side, they would play this like cartoony music and they'd make it look like it's a giant clowny thing. And I thought, well, they're not really trying to tell two sides of the story. So that's why I brought someone on to talk about it originally. And for you, from what I understand, um, you were convinced one way and then you switched that the, you, you started to believe that the earth was flat. I'm kind of curious your journey of what convinced you that the earth was flat. Yeah, I'll give it to you in a nutshell. Um, just like everybody else, we've been indoctrinated into the ball earth before we could even speak with Sesame Street and every movie and every you know teacher had a globe. And and then uh, I was getting messages from people, hey, check out this flutter stuff, and I wouldn't even look. But then I was forced to look, and I said, okay, I'm going to prove the globe. And I took the time and the effort, which most people won't do, and – for two weeks, I tried to prove the globe, and I came up empty. I came up empty, and then I realized there's a problem with the globe. And six more years of research, um, I still haven't found a proof of the globe. I know that the Earth isn't a spinning ball, and I could prove it. And the people that hate flat Earth, they they have a misconception of what flat Earth is because they ended up at the Flat Earth Society, which is a disinformation site which just makes it look stupid, and they don't even understand what the globe model is because if you did, you wouldn't believe it. So, You know, the interesting thing about it is that you, you mentioned that's a disinformation site, and I think that when you say you believe the Earth is flat, there's not one universal belief system where everyone subscribes to one thing. And I've noticed that some people believe some things, but not everything. Some people believe these other things. So why do you think there's so many people that believe the earth is flat, but don't have this sort of universal understanding of everything? Well, there's so many people that, that are behind the globe theory that disagree on what, you know, what's out there and they're making up new stuff every day. The flat earth, um, there's, there's a lot to be discovered. I'm losing my voice a little bit. Sorry. Oh, no. There's a lot to be discovered. But, you know, if we're on a ball, um, the first thing is there should be curvature. There, the globe formula for curvature is a simple formula. It sounds complicated. It's eight inches per mile squared. At three, mile, at three miles, there should be a six-foot drop, and it, it gets steeper and steeper from there. So a six-foot-tall person standing at the edge of water should only be able to see the water for three miles, and then it should drop below the curve. But the problem is the Earth is 70% water, and it's flat. We can see way too far. We can see, especially with um, infrared cameras and whatnot, we can see hundreds of miles for things that should be miles below the curvature, but we can see them with super zoom cameras. So that would be impossible if the Earth was curved. 
Have you done some of these experiments on your own to try to prove these things, or is this a lot of absolutely. just the research you came to? No, absolutely. I've done it all. Um, not not all. Not all, but um, we've done it with lasers over frozen lakes. We've done it with mirror flashes flashing the sun. We've done it with microwaves. We've done it with super zoom cameras. We we um, have done experiments on you know really long cement flat floors showing how things disappear from the bottom up. Uh, due to per, due to the angular resolution limits of your eyes and cameras, and you know all of the you know if you Google flat Earth, you're going to get an article that says ten ways to know the Earth is not flat, and every single one of them has been systematically um, taken apart. Not just like hey that's fake. We don't say that. We show you the science. The problem is the ball model uses what's called scientism. They just say stuff. A guy in a bow tie and a lab coat says boats go over the curve, and, and then they show you a very deceptive video. Um, and then we can show you that that's not the case. A boat will disappear. looks like it disappears on the bottom up, and then we zoom in, and there it is again. The entire boat's back again. So part of the things that people disagree on, and I, I wonder, so – if this uh, basically you say uh, flat earth, are we on a disc and are we kept in the disc by ice or is there a dome or what? So what keeps this encapsulate encapsulated? OK, so the the flat earth society will make you think that the flat earth is a disc floating in space. And either there's other we're the only flat planet or all the other planets are flat. None of that is true. We don't believe um that we're a disk in space. So, so here's a, a, I'll, I'll sum it up in very, as fast as I can. The Earth is the basement of the universe, for lack of a better way to describe it. Um, we live what, what I call the, in the Antarctic Basin. Antarctica is the highest land on Earth. And we live on continents within the Earth pond. All of the oceans create the Earth pond. Just like a pond is a body of water surrounded by higher land, Antarctica is that higher land, and the world of oceans create that pond. And uh, so you can, uh, the North Pole is in the center of the flat Earth, so if you, and that's a magnetic north. So if you get a compass, you can circle that pole clockwise or counterclockwise, and that would be west or east. And you're following your compass. You think you're going in a straight line, but you're going in a circle around a magnetic north. Now, that doesn't prove the Earth is flat because you can do that on a ball Earth, too. You can even go from America north past the North Pole, keep going straight. Now you're going south and you're in Japan. And that doesn't prove it because you can do that on a ball also. But what you can't do on a flat Earth is go from, from um, South America over Antarctica and then pop up over in Australia or from Johannesburg South Africa and pop up over in New Zealand, which you should be able to do if the earth was a ball, but nobody has ever done it because you can't because the earth is flat, stationary, and it doesn't move. Okay, so Antarctica's in the middle of this disc, and it's no, the no, highest... no. Antarctica okay. is the shoreline around the world ocean. Think of the world as a big pond with islands in it. Okay, and the shoreline is Antarctica. So if you sail away from the center in any direction, any direction away from the center of the pond is south. That's away from the northern center. And then when you get to the edge of our known world, 
there is a wall. It's not a wall like the Game of Thrones. There's an ice wall, an ice cliff. You just look it up online. There's videos. There's a million pictures. And no one denies it. It's a 200-high cliff because Antarctica's land is very high. Then you get up there. It's hundreds of miles of ice. And then there's a mountain range that's supposedly higher than Everest that goes all the way around. And what's beyond there? We don't know because it's off limits. We can get into that if you want. But so you can't fall off the edge because you can't fall off the edge of a lake because there's you're surrounded by land or ice. So that's what Antarctica is. And then the Arctic is in the middle. Good. Yeah. When um, I when I looked at your email and your email has a picture on it when it comes to flat earth and it has to do with trying to put an app on your phone. Is that what I'm looking at? That would kind of give me a visualization of how to figure out the way the earth looks. Yeah. So if you just look at the UN map, that's the flat earth map. Um, but yeah, the, the, the earth, it, that's a picture of, it's called the AE map. Some people say it's a projection of the globe. We say the globe is the AE map, you know, wrapped around it. Um, you know, it's used for navigation. Airplanes take crazy flight routes. They make these big arcs. Like to go from an airplane flies from Santiago, Chile. It goes all the way up to the United States, across the United States, over to Europe, and then all the way back down to Australia. But that's like, why did it go all the way into the northern hemisphere when it could have just gone over Antarctica or stayed at 55 degrees south and just cut over like a third of the distance? But then if you look at that on a flat earth map, it's a straight line from Santiago across the United States and all the way to um, Australia. It's a straight line. Airplanes fly over the earth plane in a straight and level line. Okay. Now, the other part of this is, and some people uh, I've heard talk about the theories, is that even if you get to the edge where there's this ice cliff and whatnot, is there something that is over everything? Is there like a dome you can't get across? Some people say there might be like it's, it's almost like TVs almost. So it's like a simulated sky. There could be something like that. What do you believe is what happens if you go straight up in the sky? Well, that's a great question, and the answer is, you know, anything that's above where we can reach or beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation, and if we believe in the heliocentric model where we live in a high-pressure gaseous world with an atmosphere and space is a vacuum with no atmosphere, no pressure, it should just suck all the air right off Earth, just like I can suck, you know, water or air through a straw with the weak vacuum of my lungs, the strong vacuum of space should be able to suck the air right off the earth, um, but it doesn't. So there has to be some sort of barrier. Now, if you think about a bubble, like on the bottom, like you're boiling water, or just water, a bubble stuck to the bottom of a pan of water, um, there's no barrier, but you have high pressure next to with water over it. Um, there's a barrier, but what is that barrier? We don't know. Is it frozen? Is it you know glass? Is it something? I think there is a barrier. Um, if you're, you know, if you look at the Bible, the Bible talks about the firmament. Werner von Braun, the Nazi that ran NASA, his tombstone talks about the firmament uh, over that, you know, over the Earth. I don't know why a NASA rocket scientist would say that, and um, it makes a lot of sense. We've uh, a amateur rocket was shot up in Arizona. It went up really fast, 73 miles, and all of a sudden it went kerplunk like into a thicker medium. It seemed like water. We don't believe 
space is empty space. We believe space is some sort of liquid. That's what everything leads to. And when this, uh, when this rocket went kerplunk into this thicker medium, uh, it's car- it stopped spinning, and you could see very clearly, and it turned on its side, and we could see the moon. Right? This happened in, Ar- no, in Arizona, and we could see the moon, and the moon was over Australia at that very moment, but we can see it from Arizona. Okay, there's no way that's impossible. It only works on a flat Earth. Okay, are you ta- are you referring to Mad Dog, the one that did the like the air pressured rocket? Is that the one you're referring yeah. to in Arizona? So absolutely not. I'm referring to this was a uh, like a Red Bull. I think Red Bull did it or something. Some uh, you know sponsored team. Uh, the the Mad Dog thing you're talking about. When you Google Flat Earth, you're going to come up with Mad Mike, um, you know, the, the guy that was trying to prove the Earth was flat. He wasn't. He was a daredevil taking jumps, and um, some Flat Earthers paid him to put a Flat Earth sign just for publicity. And then the media goes, oh, he's trying to prove the Flat Earth by jumping 1,800 feet in the air. That's ridiculous. Airplanes fly at 35,000 feet, and they don't prove the Earth is flat. Uh, don't, don't prove the Earth is a, is a globe. If you Google Flat Earth, if you search for Flat Earth, you get fed disinformation. You get fed lying videos. You get fed all the garbage. So that's why I have this app. I'm going to tell you about this app. If you really want to learn about the Flat Earth, check out the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. It's on um, Android and Apple. Um, every day it feeds you new videos. It has all of your answer, questions answered on there. You know, it's like, well, what about boats over the curvature? What about Aristophanes and sticks and shadows? What about, um, you know, what hap- what about Southern plane flights or whatever? Any question you have is answered in that app. It's the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And if you get that, I just say take the Flat Earth app challenge. Watch this, the daily video every day for two weeks, and then you too will lose respect of your entire family and friends because you'll be a Flat Earther just like me. <laughs> the FlatEarthPodcast.com. And Dave Weiss joins us. Do you mind holding on after the break? I want to talk to you more about some of the things you mentioned here. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, and he is the host of the Flat Earth Podcast, which you can find online on that website, and we're going to continue with him next. And by the way, Dave has agreed to take your questions as well. So if you wanted to call in or you wanted to text in questions, you can do that, 314-436-7900. That's how you reach the show. It's Overnight America, KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. So his website is theflatearthpodcast.com, which you can check out. Our guest is Dave Weiss. Thank you for sticking around with us tonight on Overnight America. Oh, there we go. Dave, are you there? Here, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. I hear you. Sorry. I think um, so. Our producer is screening some calls now, which is good. Um, I wanted to, to talk to you a little bit more about some of the theories you may have that might not have a concrete answer, because um, I know there are disagreements. But when I'm listening to this, I this is what what I start thinking about. I think that um, I, I think that. Because of all these different disagreements, there's no baseline of understanding when it comes to flat Earth. And that makes it more difficult to make it a scientific approach to try to prove flat Earth theory. So 
is there something that is a baseline that everyone agrees on within the community? And I, I also ask this because it sounds like the way you talk about some of the other groups in Flat Earth, you make it sound like they're not like Flat Earth purists. And you might be more or less a purist when it comes to this. So it's almost like, um, you know, like a religion in a sense where some people take things very literally and some things not so literally. Some people take extreme lengths to things some people don't. Is, is that what it's like in the community? Ryan, actually, you're piling a lot of things on top of a lot of things. So um, there's not different sections of Flat Earth. The Flat Earth Society is government-run. It's a disinformation site to make you think Flat Earth is stupid, to make you think it's a disk in space, to make you think that the Earth is rising, uh, causing the, the apparent gravity. None of us believe any of that. It's not even a real site. There's not even real people over there. There might be some crazy people over there, but we have nothing to do with that. The other thing is um, there is so much proof. I used to say there's no proof of the flat earth, and there's tons of proof of the globe earth. The absolute opposite is true. We can see too far. You can't have high pressure next to no pressure without a physical barrier. Um, Every experiment done by scientists over the last hundred years or even longer uh, to prove the Earth is spinning and to prove it has curvature has failed and proven the opposite of what they went in with a bias to prove. They went in to prove the Earth was spinning and they proved it wasn't spinning. Okay, everything we observe, you know, we you have to believe that, you know, besides the Big Bang, nothing exploded, created everything, you know, created a space vacuum with burning suns and, and rocky balls, and it, uh, the Earth is spinning at 1,000 miles per hour. So if the Earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, which is what you believe, when you watch the sunset, you believe that the, you are falling over backwards on a spinning ball uh, faster than the speed of sound, and that's why the sun appears to go down. While you're spinning, you're orbiting at 66,000 600 miles an hour around the sun while chasing the sun at a half a million miles an hour while moving sideways at another million or two million miles an hour. That's the helio nonsensical model. Okay. And all of your senses, everything you see and observe says that you're stationary. If there's a tiny earthquake, the tiniest earthquake, you feel it, you know it, you, your ears flip out, your vestibular system tells you something's wrong. But you're having all of these motions. You know, we're dropping at five miles a minute or faster if the Earth was spinning. But that's not it at all. I mean, there's lakes that are glass, that are mirror reflections of the sky because we're not moving. You know, um, do you mind taking a phone call? Absolutely, please. I'd love it. A- okay. So uh, Barbara is holding on. Welcome to Overnight America, Barbara. Yes, thank you, sir. Um, I'm a science teacher for life. I have a... Um, I I went to the University of Missouri and to WashU, and uh, the space station is up there, and it shows that we are a globe, and that the Earth has gravity, and it's holding us in, and it's beautiful pictures from space. They should make a book of it, but we're yeah. we're spinning, we're spinning around the sun, because we're uh, God created the Earth, and He has us spinning around the sun. And we see the sun, and then we see the moon, and so basically the earth is a round ball. And Christopher Columbus, he came across on the ocean. It was a round ball, and he came across, and uh, he discovered uh, South America. So, Barbara, is, is anything you said there scientific? Is there any science in anything you said? 
Yeah, there is science because Can if you, you look you at name the, the science astronauts, specifically, astronauts please. in space, the Earth is not flat. The Earth is so, ball. And if you look at all the pictures we're getting from space, from the space station, it's showing the Earth is a ball. And it's rotating around the sun, and it's rotating around the moon. And the flat idea was 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 found out a long time ago that it wasn't right. It wasn't okay, Barbara. Right. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And okay, so we only have about a minute here. If you want to try to uh, give your comments back to Barbara. Hi, David. Are you there? Uh oh. Did we lose Dave? Oh no, I'm there. No, no, I'm there. I'm oh, sorry. There we go. I we, muted we, myself. Oh, you're sorry. Uh, no, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. We got a minute if you want to respond. Yeah, yeah, no problem. There's nothing scientific that she said there. She's she's trusting uh, that you know pictures from she's she's saying that there's pictures of Earth from the space station. There are no pictures of the globe Earth from the space station. If you look into it, NASA admits that they don't have any pictures of space from the space station. Um, not, you know, we, we have so many videos of them on the space station, on the space station, quotation marks, hanging from wires, using green screens, faking everything. This is a big lie. It's really hard to accept. But uh, the stuff that we see from up there is ridiculous. And then the other thing is Aristophanes she's talking about uh, that discovered uh, the, with sticks and shadows 500 years ago um, in Greece that the, the Earth was curved. Uh, that sticks and shadows works perfectly on a flat Earth. And the truth about Aristophanes is there's no mention of him in any books until the 1980s where he was inserted into the Rockefeller textbooks. He's a made-up story. The experiment has never been repeated. And even if it was, it doesn't matter because on a flat Earth, you can have the sticks and shadows that come up with the same results. Okay. Uh, Dave, do you mind holding on after the break? I'd love to keep talking to you about this. We'll go all night, my friend. This is great. He's with the Flat Earth Podcast, and you're welcome to call in and ask him any question you want. 314-436-7900. I have a lot more to go. The Flat Earth Podcast. Dave Weiss joins us on KMOX. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T 